Hello everybody, and thanks for tuning in to this audio or video, depends on if you're on YouTube or not, uh, for, uh, put on by TechMobile versus RBI.com, the best website on the internet for both of those games, so if you haven't visited, check it out. Today we're talking Season 5 of TechMobile, uh, the date is May 27th of 2011. Now we're at that midway point of the season, well, we're six games in to the 12 game season, so a lot of the storylines are starting to take off right now, and we got some concrete standings to talk about. So uh, in the AFC Tecmo division, we got the Giants, 49ers, and Redskins all tied up at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube at home, I'm going to get some graphics up so you can follow along with the standings and all this, so we'll, I'll be putting those up there in just a second. Um, interesting thoughts I have, I, I suppose, about this particular division is that the Giants being 3-3, three and three, they're 3-0 and oh at home, and for those of you mathematically inclined, that would mean they're also 0-3 oh on the road, um, which is uh, just, it, it further proves that home is where you want to be come playoff time. Um, yeah, player one, yep. Yeah, I mean, it uh, gives you a little bit extra boost on your kicks and has some other advantages as well, so... Home is definitely where you want to be, and uh, in this division, it's been you know we we thought it would be a bloodbath coming into the uh, into the season in this particular division, having three of the four best defenses in the game, uh, arguably in the same division, and points have been indeed uh, difficult to score here. What I find most interesting about this division, though, is that though all of them are three and three, it's kind of misleading. The Giants opponents in their six games uh their opponents are seven games above 500 and they went three and three against teams that are seven games above 500 san francisco went three and three against teams that are three games below 500 and washington went three and three against uh six teams that are seven games below 500 so uh the giants are the only team that's played uh, you know, significant opponents. They're the only team that's that's uh, done that three and three record against teams above 500, uh, and and so the competition has been a lot different for those three teams. Uh, Washington facing the worst uh, schedule, and New York by far having the toughest schedule so far. Yeah, I'll say one thing about the Giants is. Um, Despite the three and three record, their defense—they uh, had one really bad game. But other than that, I, th- I think we had a stat: they've only given up 16 points in the five games outside of Seattle. So the defense has been there. The offense just has been struggling. Um, San Francisco—they're a team that's kind of been all over the place. They've—they've they've had problems scoring points. Uh, they lost a couple games early where they only gave up six points and three points respectively so they're close to to being a four maybe even five win team and then washington they have only allowed 15 points on defense uh which is easily tops in the league and the redskins are always near the top in defense so they're uh they're living up to the billing with their defense even though they're that their offense uh, will struggle definitely to score some points the redskins despite having that awesome defense are one and two in the division um, and so that means they're one and two playing the Giants and the 49ers. They split with the 49ers and uh, likely going to get swept by the Giants, I'd say. Uh, we're hoping. That's, that's <laughs> so for the Giant fans out there. So um, the, the other huge thing I thought about 
coming up as far as the future of this division goes is that not only have the Giants gone three and three against the toughest competition, they also have by far and away the toughest schedule left to play. Um, as far as win-loss records go, the the worst team they play in their last six games of the season is San Francisco. Yeah, three and three. Who they play twice. Yeah. And San Francisco is easily either the number one team in the game or the number two team in the game. So their easiest opponent, according to their record, for the, the end of the season, uh, from now to the end of the season, is the best team in the game next to them. And they play them twice. So uh, that's quite a daunting task for the Giants. San Francisco, on the other hand, has three uh, rough games. They obviously play the Giants twice, and they play the Bears once. Um, and then their other three opponents are, are teams, yeah, teams. pretty pretty well teams that they should walk over. Um, and then Washington plays four teams above above them in the standings and two teams below them in the standings. So Washington has a fairly tough schedule comparatively for them, at least. Uh, they have a tougher back half of the season than they did a front half of the season. Yeah, so. it's, it's really going to be on their defense to hang with it. So um, we're going to move along to the AFC Bowl division. you got Chicago at 5-1, and one, Colts at 4-2, and two, and Vikings 0-6. Oh uh, Chicago, in our estimation, has been the most dominant team in the league. Um, and it's it's really not debatable. They've crushed a lot of teams. They lost a close one in Miami, so they were just an eye bat away from being 500. You know, right now it's it's just a situation where if you're going to play the Bears, you know if you're going to beat them, you absolutely have to bring your A and sometimes your A-plus game, sure. depending upon who you are, if you want any chance of beating them. Um, they, uh, they don't care who they play right now. They're bringing their their best game and and you know they're gonna, you're going to get their best shot. They have uh, you know as Brad said they've been by far and away the best team. Um, even though they got one loss, uh, they've been by far and away the best team uh, in in the entire uh, game this season so far. So also like to point out the Bears are three and zero in the conference. So if we get down to late to tiebreakers and such, I mean that's a great record to have. Uh, the Bears do have road games at San Francisco and at the Giants coming up in back-to-back weeks. So they either have a chance to excel or uh, or else it's going to just be a too tough of a hurdle for them to overcome. Um, the Colts are, are the next best team in this uh, division. Um, they also have the second-best record in the conference. Uh, the Colts are 4-2. and two. Um, They've gone 3-1 and one on the road. Uh, which means that they've been road warriors so far this uh, year, and they have, they've done a great they've job there. So. Played some middle of the road teams, you know. Well, Washington's in there, Minnesota, but they've taken care of business against teams they should beat on the road. And their defense has only given up twenty points this season. And I think that's probably the the biggest surprise and why they're they've had the improved record this year is that their defense, which usually you know usually they're stout against the run, but usually you can. Uh, you know, get some. There's passing yards to gain against them, and this year their defense has just been amazing. Their defensive coordinator is probably the the early favorite for uh, coordinator of the year, and uh, this season, he, you know, they've just had a great uh, a great season so far on the defensive side of things. Um, you know, they got many guys looking to be in the Pro Bowl at the end of the year. Uh, the The doormat of this division is the Vikings. They're zero and six. Um, I hasten to call them the doormats even though they haven't won a game 
they have scored a total of yeah. six points. Six points all season in six games. Uh, That's not getting it done. You're averaging one point a game, you're, you're not going to win too many games. Um, they've only allowed 43 points all season. Not bad. Um, that's a that's roughly a touchdown a game. Uh, you know, usually you're going to think you're going to get some victories allowing only a touchdown a game, but um, they've just really hit some some bad luck this season, and they just really haven't been able to move the ball. Probably the biggest factor there is Carter, who's their kick returner, who's usually one of the best in the game, has had a really sketchy season yeah, and exactly. really has struggled to uh, get uh, anything going. And when he's struggling and they can't get field position, their offense struggles. All right. I want to make a quick point about the Bears and Colts and they're in, their, uh, in contention for the number one seed. They play uh, in week seven, upcoming here. And that game, I really feel, is going to decide the conference. Uh, if the Colts win, they, they split with the Bears and tie things up. But they only have a game against the Giants at home, as to where the Bears' schedule is considerably tougher. So, oh, I'm really surprised at this point in the season to look at the schedule and see that the Colts um, can get the one seed. Although they have to beat the Bears, otherwise it's over in the division. And the, so it's it's unlikely. It's I think it's going to happen, but it's out there as a chance the Colts can be the one seed this year as a surprise. Uh, the very last thing I'd say is that the two Rovers in this particular conference, the Washington Redskins and the Bears, have a combined record of 8-4. and four. So they're four games over 500, which is just uh, a, a great job of the Rovers this year so far. Okay, well, we'll uh, switch gears and get over to the NFC uh, recap for the season. <laughs> 